Welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Podcast gets the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 Acura Integra. That's right, the reborn Integra. You can take a look at this Acura Integra on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're out there cruising the internet superhighway, why don't you head over to our Facebook page and click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about the new Integra. But first, we've got to pay the bills. Do you have a car-loving little one in your life? Give them Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars. Loaded with 701 amazing car facts, this hardcover book is custom-built for kids who love slick supercars, powerful monster trucks, and record-smashing speed machines. The only thing your little one needs to drive Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is a license for fun. Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is on sale now at Amazon.com. And Emmett, you're here today to talk about the 2023 Acura Integra, uh, the reborn Integra, not to be confused with the ILX, definitely different cars and definitely not a Honda Civic Si. Emmett, can you tell me about this Integra? I know a lot of people think that it is just the same as the Civic Si. And yes, the chassis is the same, but I actually like the Integra just a little bit more than the Civic Si, I would say. Well, that is interesting. I'm sure we'll get to the reason as to why. But the hard points, let's talk about that 1.5 liter turbocharged four-cylinder making 200 horsepower. Uh, and that's mated to a CVT, as you'd expect from our friends at Honda, or a six-speed manual transmission. That's a, that's that's all right hardware. Yeah, I got to say, it's a real joyous six-speed. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that when you drive the thing. But, Emmett, before we get there, we must go to you walking around the thing, which we are going to go to right now. We're here with the 2023 Acura Integra A-Spec with the tech package. This car is one of those slightly confusing ones. If you like it, you like it, and if you don't, I think you definitely don't. So, yes, it is technically, legally, a hatchback, but you wouldn't be wrong if you looked at it for two seconds and thought it was a sedan, or the word liftback has even been thrown around, which I'm not as big of a fan of. And actually, I think of this as more of a sedan because I'm a traditionalist. The Integra, by nature, also was a hatchback, actually. Um, but the sort of classification of this car, four doors, the new version does feel a lot more like a sedan, even though it is paying homage to its traditional hatchback roots. So both the Civic and the Acura Integra share a 107.7 inch wheelbase. So it's a fairly short wheelbase. And this car actually looks a little bit bigger than the Civic on the road, even though it is the exact, the almost the exact same size, with the exception of the length is about an inch and a half longer on the Integra, just a little bit longer. So the actual shape of the car is a little bit um, larger. And actually it's a tiny bit wider as well. But other than that, it's a pretty... I hate to say, but sort of mundane looking car with some cool lines. I think that the lines following the rear third quarter up to the hips are really nice. It has a nice line that actually follows from the front fender all the way up, rising through the door up into the hatchback area. And then you come into this rear three quarter panel area. And it's actually a pretty wide car that has a sort of bulbous rear end. It has this nice, very subtle Integra stamp on the rear end, on the right rear. Um, that I actually think looks quite sporty and cool. Um, coming up to the front end is where it gets a little bit more controversial, let's say. Uh, stepping inside the Acura Integra A-Spec with technology package, don't forget it. And you'll find a very spacious cabin. With the A-Spec tag package, you get the addition of a 9-inch touchscreen display, which I think is wonderful it's the right size it's not too big but you still have the modern amenity of having a screen yet uh, it doesn't imp impede your vision or it's not too big and most importantly it controls the functions that we want touchscreen to control 
for example, you have your infotainment, which is your music, your maps, car settings, system settings that you can all set through this touchscreen. But thankfully, you get, listen to this, real knobs for your climate control, which is just fantastic. Other features you get with it is you get a USB-C, a USB-A, and a 12-volt up front, as well as two USB-As back in the back. Overall, it's a surprisingly spacious, well-thought-out, intuitively laid-out car with a lot of luxury and a lot of comfort with just the right amount of sportiness, all for $36,895 starting for the A-Spec with the tech package. So it's definitely not cheap, um, but it's cheaper than a lot of Lexuses, and it's much nicer than the Civic Si you're going to get. So why don't we start it up? And we will drive the thing in a little bit, I'm sure. But that's neither here nor there. Actually, it is exactly here. That, that's kind of the point of the show. But uh, yeah, something odd that never happens on the show, because most of the people I talk to, uh, most of my colleagues, don't buy anything. Uh, we are very, very frugal. You actually happen to be in the family of an owner of the Integra. And it's your father, if I'm not spilling any trade secrets. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's no trade secrets, and it is true. He's a recent uh, 2023 Acura Integra A-Spec with the tech package owner, uh, and he loves it. He, he's he been a big sports sedan man for a long time, but he can't quite bring himself to do a, a Lexus or a BMW or anything. He doesn't – he has a sort of uh, – A proletariat's taste. Correct, <laughs> correct, correct. Um, so he's gone for the Integra because he feels like it matches up with both Honda reliability, as well as, uh, you know, hitting those luxury points that he cares about, which is really just lumbar support and a a nice stereo system. Lumbar, we can talk about that ad nauseum sometime, but that no one, no one here wants to hear about uh, my back stories. (laughs) What people do want to hear about, Emmett, is you driving the thing. So let's, uh, let's hop in this thing, go on a quick spin. But to start out with, just to remind you all, we are in the one with the six-speed manual, um, the close ratio six-speed manual. So one of the biggest impressions of this car that I got is that everything is very precise and very well built, um, but sort of uh, delicate feeling in a good way. I want to explain that. So it's not like it's soft or flimsy or anything. It's more so that all the controls and everything don't require too much effort from the driver. Um, which I think adds to the luxury appeal of this car. Even in the manual, the clutch is very feather light. The gearbox is lovely, it's very precise, but the actual throw is short and you don't have to really push it in. It's sort of a very a very light um, shift action. And that's what it prefers. It doesn't like being slammed through the gears. It likes to be sort of delicately pressed into each gear. For power figure, just so we know, it's a 200 horsepower, 192 pound feet of torque. And while it does not feel fast, let's say it's definitely not a fast motor, it is quick. Um, Honda does say it's having a pretty high manual retention rate. I believe it's around 40% of owners that are buying the Integra are buying manual. So it is be, it is going to people who like to drive, but it's not ultimately gonna be a track day winner um, or the best back road car you can get. But I think that actually plays in its favor um, for the overall package of the car. You see, cause this has the, if you get the A-spec, um, it has the adaptive suspension. You can also change, you have an additional mode. So in the A-spec you have comfort, sport, normal, and then individual. An individual you can tailor the car to your liking. Um, and because the Integra is not this raw driver's car, I actually think that's what makes it such a good car for those who want to have fun, but really do want a 
practical, comfortable, and rather luxurious package. It's worth noting too that in terms of the handling department, if you want to really be handling, the A-Spec is the one to get. Um, if only because the A-Spec adds a few more things. Of course it adds the uh, manual transmission, the limited slip if you get the manual, but it also adds a few other things that I think are critical to uh, the performance of the car. One of which being, it actually has a quicker steering ratio. Yeah, so the steering ratio is like 11 to five to one um, versus in the regular base Integra, it's 11 to three to one. So you're getting a quicker steering ratio in the A-Spec in addition to obviously the adaptive dampers, but also you're getting a half a millimeter um, larger anti-sway bar in the rear on the A-Spec. So you're really adding a whole host of performance ingredients to the package when you get the A-Spec. Uh, it's worth mentioning too that you get the limited slip differential with the manual transmission and it works very well. Um, you can feel it on sort of slow technical roads when you're floor, you know, accelerating out of corners in second gear. It really does hook up well. And even today in the snow a little bit, um, you can feel that you're not just spinning one tire, you're actually getting both tires to the ground. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're moving anymore, but it does mean that both wheels are trying to move you instead of just one. So that's worth something, right? We're all about gifting experiences this holiday season rather than material objects. If you're looking for a once-in-a-lifetime trip for yourself or a car enthusiast in your life, you need to learn more about Road & Track experiences. Registration for Route to Vine, Road & Track's upcoming rally through beautiful Northern California in February is coming to a close, but it's not too late to hit the road. They've also just launched an all-new adventure through Appalachia, Smoky 600. You'll rally through some of the most iconic roads in the country, including the Tale of the Dragon. Then you'll shift gears and tour R&T's favorite local distilleries, enjoy Southern cuisine at its finest, and so much more. Learn more at experiences.roadandtrack.com. The Integra does still sound fun, and it seems like the manual transmission is the way to go. Yeah, I will say, having driven my dad's, which is a CVT, uh, around a little bit, and also having driven this manual I can't say I'd go any other way besides the manual. And to that point, too, I haven't driven the uh, the base model Integra, but the base model Integra is a significant difference uh, in terms of what you're actually getting mechanically when you compare it to the A-Spec. So I, I would say it is, if you're trying to get that really fun experience out of the Integra, you need to get, one, the manual, which requires you to get the A-Spec. So you're, in, you're, you're going to end up spending anywhere from thirty four to $36,000 on it. Which that is not to pick a bone because I have no bones to pick. I like Acura and they're great. That being said, $36,000 sounds like a lot of money for uh, an Acura Integra. Do you have the Monroney handy for the one you drove for the, uh, for the bottom dollar on it? So the exact cost on mine was uh, it was essentially as, as bare as you can get an A-Spec tech package. So it was $36,850. That seems like a lot of money to me. Uh, that's fine, of course, because you're paying for that Acura premium. But did, did it feel like it was worth that $36,000 price tag to you while you were driving the thing? You know, uh, after the week I had it, I would say that as much as I enjoyed some of the, the premium features, what really left a big impression on me was the driving experience. And as we've talked about today on the show and before at length, you are you are riding in and driving what is essentially... A Civic Si. So for my for my money and for what I care about, which is really engagement, and you know I like to listen to some music every once in a while, I'd probably be satisfied with the Civic Si over the Integra. I feel like there's a lot of people that would agree with you. That being said, manual transmissions are going away. People are not buying them. 
and people like us who like them are also not buying them because we don't have any money. Right. What's your, what's your read on this Integra? What do you think it having a stick means in the grand scheme of things? You know, I think this was Acura trying to um, do its best to actually pay that that homage to the original Integras. You know, it, the styling, like we talked about, isn't really what we've come to expect from an Integra. It's not as sporty as we thought it was going to be, even the sort of mechanics of it. But adding in this this wonderful six-speed... And actually, like, they, like I said, there's been multiple times where the executives at Honda have mentioned they're having a very high take rate of the Integras in manual. I think it was their way of trying to make it more of a genuine enthusiast car. And as we might, you know, as we've heard rumors of this year, we might actually see a Type S Integra with the manual from Acura this year. So that could be, it could be a little foreshadowing to really see a true enthusiast car out of Acura. Uh, But on a quick spin, Emmett, we try to get to the essence of the automobile and the 23 Acura Integra a spec now as a B minus spec student, this is important to me. A spec uh, is no exception. So Emmett, I must ask, what's this raison d'être? Why does anyone make this thing? Why does Acura make this thing? Why did Acura bring back the Integra name? Why does this thing exist for Pete's sake? You know, part of me is a sort of a, a a technical answer, but I feel like the the chassis capabilities play a big role into it. Honda's gone through, I would say, a decent amount of Civic chassis in the the twenty first century. Um, and this newest chassis that they've built really had sort of a, a hit when it came out. And I think that building an Integra off of it seemed like a natural sort of move for Acura. But also, I think, in trying to sort of revive the, uh, the enthusiast nature of Acura, um, adding an Integra like this almost seems like a no-brainer. It's sort of, at the very least, spurred some sales just by the nameplate of it itself. My dad talked about the nostalgia of the Integra. And while I was driving this car... I had multiple people stop me parked on the street to ask me if that was really an Integra and how they had, you know, an original hatchback Integra first generation in the 80s and all sorts of stuff. I think it really does hit a sort of nostalgic bone for a lot of people that the Civic, having been around for so long, doesn't quite get there. Well, agree to agree. That being said, Emmett, thank you so much for driving the thing. I know it was hard work. It's a challenge to spend some time in an Integra. I'm sure your father can attest to that when he's wheeling the thing uh, with a grin whenever he's out and about. But thank you so much for driving the thing. And listener, thank you for listening to this fair show. If you could, head over to the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify, wherever you listen to this, and drop us a five-star. Let us know uh, what you like about the show. Let the world know what you like about the show. Also, don't forget to tell a friend. That's very important. And also, while you're out cruising in our superhighway, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. There we get all the great auto content sent directly to you. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening.